Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. I am smiling ear to ear as I am about to speak with a friend, a colleague, a Juilliard trained actor, an amazing person, a producer, which I want to talk a little bit about, my friend, Philip Andre Patello. How are you? Hello. Wow, that was some uh, intro, Amber. Whoa. I could have kept going with those adjectives. I really could have. <laughs> You're too kind. You're so amazing. Uh, wow. Amber, hello. That's that's awesome. You're, How you're are you? Kind. Good morning and happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday. Good morning. I'm I'm well. I'm good. How are you? I'm, it's been... Um, mm-hmm. go, no, go ahead. It's been a minute, right? It's been a minute since I've seen you. I mean, we're, we are friends on Instagram and I follow you on social media. So I see what you've been up to. Love your new hairdo. Are, is it still short? It is. It's going to stay short for a little bit because it's working. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I've had, it's the first time I've had like direct bookings. Uh, literally, they're like, oh my God, love the hair. I've got a role for you like three times. I'm like, bring Whoa. it. <laughs> that's fantastic. Congratulations. Oh Thank my God, that's, so that's what much. we all want. Thank Mm -hmm. you. But we're not here to talk about me. I want to talk about you. So I just um, watched uh, yesterday your interview from Theater Corner. Um, Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was a wonderful interview. I remember you had promoted it shortly after we had talked about um, you coming on this podcast. And I watched it yesterday. I had no idea you were a Juilliard trained actor. No idea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I listen. I didn't graduate though. Well, I that doesn't matter. I, you made it. I graduated. In. You made it I left. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I left my second year, but um, um, yeah. It, uh, yeah. It was a for me. It was a. It was a big deal. Um, just because I didn't know any better. Like in hindsight, would you know if I if I know what I knew now, would I have gone that route? Probably not. I would have probably just had headed straight to Los Angeles Hmm. but um at the time it was big for my mom because um my mom um she had a degree and uh, I I think at that time she had like a uh um not a PhD she got it later um the one before that but it was a big deal for me to go to college because nobody on both sides of my family my mom's or my dad's had ever been to college on the kid side so I was the first one um and then I and then of course you know, um, a teacher told me about the school and then, you know, it just became a thing. And I was like, well, I guess I have to get in. And, you know, when people um, tell you no, yep. or when people say that it's impossible, and then it's like, it, be- it just became like, it became something that I had to do because um, uh, I think my junior year in, in, in high school, I started telling people like, I think there's a school at Juilliard and people would say to me, the response would go, oh, don't even try. And they'd say, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen you act, but it, they only take top of the top they only yep. take the top and I was like okay well now I have to go I mean you, you're just <laughs> and that's <laughs> just it it's like graduate or not the fact that you got accepted into that school like when I was in elementary school that was my dream school and um and so just like you said it is the odds are not in your favor for a multitude of reasons and the fact that you were like oh okay then I need to do this and did it like getting in is 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 like the handshake like that's amazing so I just want to say congratulations and hats off to you for getting in well, thank you. Yeah, it was, you know, it was just, it was, you know, I was right out of high school and it was just one of those things where, you know, cause you know, I heard about it from other people and then some of my favorite actors that I was um, emulating or, or really um, proud of and really excited about their work. It kept, it kept coming up. I was like, 
the, the actor studio was big at the time and there's sure. a couple actors who kept bringing it up and they said like and i was like oh well i think i have to go <laughs> yeah and so even though you were only there for a couple of years um because i don't know anything about the school other than the fact that i wanted to go because it sounded so amazing did they do all like um did you just study like if you were a theater major did you just do theater did you do musical theater did they have you do singing dancing like was it kind of all around curriculum or did you stay focused on one area well, the focus was definitely acting, but everything you just said, we did. So okay. we did have a singing class to open the voice, um, as well as like a, a voice class and a speech class, um, everything um, Shakespeare. We did have a dance class because they were a big belief on like, you know, um, having the body physical and present, yep. bringing to your work. Um, we had mask class, Love mime it. class. Oh, um, and they're, they're, uh, they teach you all the techniques, quote unquote, of the method. Everything is the method now. But, um, you know, like uh, Meisner, Adler, Strasberg, it's all the same thing. But um, their motto there is if, if you can do the classics, then you can do anything because the classics are so demanding, which, which I, I, I pretty much agree with. So yeah. they throw a lot of like dense material at you as well as a lot of Shakespeare, but a lot of like, you know, um, like an ESCO play, like really dense material. Um, sure. You know, and so if you can make it come to life, then yeah. the other stuff seems easier. But yeah, so we it, it was all of it, but definitely focus on acting. Yeah. And do you do any of that currently? Do you do you do any dance? Do you do any singing or do you focus solely kind of on your film, television uh, acting career? I, you know, I, pr I primarily do the film and the yeah. TV. Um, the last time I did theater, it was professionally in Los Angeles at the um, Center Theater Group. Oh yeah, um, and that was the last time that I had, you know, done something. And, and you know, and that's for me. I don't like to. I mean, this is kind of stupid, but um, <laughs> I don't like to do things that people have already done. Yep. Um, it's yep. more. It's more exciting for me to do new stuff. And for whatever reason, just you know, I get offered you know films that are new territory. You know, yeah, I would like to. You know, maybe someday go go back and revisit some of those old plays, but. I would be more interested in doing the new stuff or creating that, characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like, you know, like, like I love Hamlet and I love, and I love my favorite uh, Shakespeare plays, Titus Andronicus, but there are like super great actors who've already done those roles. And, yeah. you know, I would be more interested in, you know, being the first, <laughs> the yeah. first to. No, you know, and that makes next. sense. That makes sense. And I, you know, one thing when I was looking at your extremely long IMDb page, um, <laughs> one thing that you, that you have, um, which I think is really great is you've worked with the same creators, directors multiple times. Like you've worked with Valeria Sweet twice. You've worked with yeah. Richie Greer. You're about to do your third film with Richie Greer. That says a lot about you as an actor to be called back by the same people and I have had the privilege of working with you um, and I know your professionalism and I know what you bring to the table but what is that like as an actor to be called back you know multiple times by this by the same people what is that you know how does how does that feel for you it feels good and thank you for uh saying that that's that's awesome and um I appreciate it um you know um we you know this this business is hard and you want to be, whenever you're employed, you want to be able to be um, employed again. And so that's, you know, that's a lot how I work as an actor, um, kind of like, you know, kind of not like, I guess, word of mouth, but by, you know, your peers, people saying mm -hmm. like, oh, you were in this film, 
you know, maybe we can get him in this and, and vice versa. But um, I had to learn that the hard way. I learned it the hard way, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, they didn't teach me at school and maybe they did the fourth year. I didn't stay until fourth year, but they didn't right. teach you how to be on set and they didn't mm-hmm. teach you how to be um, like um, that. You need to be like, okay to work with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had to learn that the hard way. And unfortunately I learned it on a really big film um, called funny people with Judd Apatow. Uh-huh. I learned, I learned it the hard way. Um, I had an opportunity presented to me and because I was so involved in my craft, I didn't, I like isolated myself and it kind of, it kind of blew up in my face. Um, I mean, not in my face. It's just, do, do you want to hear it? It's I'll, I'll keep it. I quick. do want to hear it, it because I'm going to piggyback with the short story. I had a blow up with Judd Apatow. So please share with yours. <laughs> okay. So um, it's the, it's one of the first things I got. I, you know, it was a big movie. It was like 2008, 2009. Um, you know, I was sleeping on people's couches. Um, so I get on this set and I'm like super focused in my role. They didn't have a script. It was just improv. But the day of that you showed up on set, they would, they would give you a script and they write a whole thing. And, you know, Judd and his people gave me um, a whole, like, you know, pages of to, 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 to act. And my, mm-hmm. the first scene is I'm like, I have a breakdown. My character breaks down. But, you know, I'm, I'm working opposite Jonah Hill, Jason Schwartzman, and um, uh, uh, Seth Rogen. He's, like, watching us because it's, it's the basis of a show within a show. They're watching their friends on this, like, fate sitcom. Anyways, I'm there, and I'm, tr- and I'm in my zone, and I'm so super methody and and I don't talk to anybody. And this kid, is, he keeps trying to talk to me. He keeps trying to say hello and talk to me and talk to me. And he's like, hey, we're going to hang out after the, you know, the shoot, blah, blah, blah. I got a couple days. I'm on the Sony lot. You know, I see, I'm seeing Adam Sandler walking around. And I think on the second day, I was like, hey, man, can you just stop talking to me? Mm. Like, I'm sorry, but I need, I'm just, I'm, I need to focus on this. And I need to be here and present. So, you know, as we're shooting, he's talking to his friends. He's blah, 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 blah. On the last day, we're all eating lunch and I'm, I kind of join them. I'm off on my side and they're all like, what are you going to do after? And everyone's going around the table. And then he says, um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I wrote this script and, um, and I think Judd's going to produce it. And the guys that he was talking to the whole time, he was like, he was like, yeah, they're going to, they're going to also going to be in it. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty much greenlit. And that person's name is Bo Burnham. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and those people, those people that he was talking to, they were in the pilot and it was picked up on MTV. And I think they're still friends. And I think, I think they still do stuff together. So blew up in my face. No one told me like, you just be cool with people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had to, so yeah, that was a real, real time. I saw that happen and play out. And I remember sitting at home going, that's the pilot that he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's just it. Because, you know, here you were, in my perspective, you know, just wanting to do the best job with the project that is right in front of you. And you're not thinking big picture, you're thinking right now, like, let me stay focused on my character. Let me learn these lines. You know, it's like you're wanting to provide for the people that just hired you. And now, you know, in hindsight, you're like, oh, you never know who's right next to you and who's doing what. Um, yeah. yeah. And But you know what? I mean, lesson learned hard but lesson learned fast you know yeah. it's like you didn't make that mistake again <laughs> yeah I you know and, and I had a manager telling me the two is like hey you got to be cool to work with like you know like you know the biggest problem we have in LA is these people showing up their sets thinking they're divas and thinking they're like no one wants to work with them you know what I mean like yeah. um, especially on the way up you know she was yeah. like at least get there first and then start diva 
out, but just like not on the way up because, yeah. you know, and, and I've had some, and I won't say their names, very talented people that I know that had the opportunity yeah. that were working with A-list and they're not working anymore because they're just, people don't want to have them on set. Yeah, it's so true. It's because it's such a collaboration, you know, and there's room for opinion, there's room for idea, there's all that. But at the end of the day, you know, there is a hierarchy, you know, and Mm -hmm. we've got to do what's, you know, we're all there to serve the same thing. And that's the purpose of the film, you know, so it's like, it's you do you have to kind of bend and mold and be adaptable and, um, and yeah, it's an interesting industry. You know, it's definitely an interesting, inter- yeah. interesting industry, <laughs> but everybody knows each other. You know, it's a very small world for being Hollywood and for being big. You think it's you think it's like, oh, it's this big universe. It's so small. You know, you you always are meeting people that you know somebody. It's like the six, de- six degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's Wait, what was your what was your blow up? What oh, your blow up? so mine was so I got through SAG by way of vouchers. I did background work mm-hmm. and I was offered a featured role on um a film that they didn't tell me what it was, but just it was about a, a person that was dealing they said he had special needs. That's was what I was told. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you'll you'll it's a featured role as an art teacher. I was like, okay, great. So um, I get to set and I had just seen 40 year old virgin and, and didn't know anything about Jud- Judd Apatow, didn't know anything yeah. about freaks and geeks. It was out of my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting in the trailer and I look to my left and there's Seth Rogen. And I was like, oh, I just saw him Whoa. in 40 year old virgin. And I'm sitting there going, what am I on? Like, what is this? What's going on? And mm-hmm. so he was kind and said, hi. And we ch- chatted for a quick, quick minute. And then um, went out to my scene. And so I'm in this park and we're, we're in, um, oh, what is that park? That's a really pretty park. That's not in the best neighborhood. Can't think of the name right now. Um, Hancock, Hancock Park. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And, um, and had no idea it was a bad neighborhood. I was fairly new to Los Angeles at the time. (laughs) And so my husband's like, don't walk to the car by yourself. (laughs) Like have somebody walk you to your car. Anyway, so I'm doing this scene where it's like an I'm an art teacher with a bunch of kids. And so we're playing, you know, and mm-hmm. I I have so then Judd Apatow comes over and again, I don't know who he is. And oh, no. um and so he said I knew he's the director, but I didn't know who he was as far as caliber. And um and he's like, Hey, this is your scene, this is your close-up. I'm way back there. And he points to where the camera is. He's like, So I need you to like, you know, face forward and and you know, this is where I can get your shot. And I was like, Okay, great, thank you. Well, I'm also managing these kids and I got lost in taking care of these children as because they were going nuts as opposed to doing what the director just asked me to do, which was find my camera, you know, and stay put and stay on my mark because these kids are like throwing shit. And and so I'm like, hey, hey, you guys, you know, and I'm, I'm still trying to look like an art teacher. And so he had to come all the way back over again. And it was far where he was. And he's like, hey, I, I just said the camera's right there. I need you to face. And I was like, yes, got it. And I, and I was like, I'm so sorry. These kids, I don't care about the kids. And he was, I was like, okay, gotcha. And so second time, you know, I did my best, but I could tell I had irritated him, you know, because yeah. I, I didn't give him what he wanted. Anyways, the film ended up being pineapple express and oh! yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so I do have, you know, and it's not a, it's not a credited, you know, role, but there is a quick close up of my face at this, you know, art school. Um, and I just will never forget that moment of like, not even knowing the world I was in yet. Cause I was so new. I was so oh new God. to it all, but it was such an opportunity. So <laughs> I feel you with Judd. We have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> what a great, what a great story. That's so funny. That's awesome. 
Yeah. Great. Was, now, listen, I love that movie. Now I'm going to watch it. I'm going to look for you now. You'll <laughs> see it. I've had, and it's so funny because when I had um, moved to LA to do the, you know, I, I'd done a bunch of background, you know, learning how sets work and kind of seeing it from that world, but it got exhausting. And I was like, this isn't what I want to do. And I literally like was, I, I, I went back to work at a real job, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I say that in air quotes. Um, and, um, and then Pineapple Express came out. Everybody's like, oh, I saw you on Pineapple Express. And I was like, but I quit acting. <laughs> you know, oh, it was like I no. I thrown in the towel. I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it in Hollywood. <laughs> no. That's yeah, I literally, like, I, I took you. like six and a half, seven years off. Um, and, you know, and and what I did was save money to afford to be able to do this. Because that's what I didn't do is come prepared financially to yeah, do this job. Yeah. This job costs money. Yeah, this job costs does. money, right? Yeah. And like, I don't know if they taught you that in school. <laughs> no, but no. the cost yeah. of this job. Yeah. Headshots, pictures, you got to get up on these sites, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's a lot. And it's, um, yeah, it's tough. Especially, yeah, in the beginning, it's just like, you're just trying to catch like, like a break or something, you know. Yeah. Oh, man, that's very smart. Yeah. So it was, but it was interesting. It was an interesting decision. Cause it was like, I literally took my thirties and I was like, Whoa, this is my prime time. I'm giving it all up. <laughs> but, oh my God. That's so amazing. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are working on here film. Here we are. I made it through. <laughs> so um, I saw also on your IMDb that you recently were a co-executive producer on a project. How did um, that come about and how did being on the other side of the camera, I know you also had a role in the film, but um, how, you know, how did that all come about and how did you like being an executive producer or co-executive producer? Um, tell me about that. Um, I think the movie you're talking about as, as real as you make it. Yes. And um, it is a very, uh, I'm very excited about that film. I'm starring in that film. Um, I, you know, it's interesting, you know, we've been around the business. We know so many people, um, you know, we know relationships, we have relationships. And I, you know, me, I'm so like myopic in what I'm doing, that I forget that I have these relationships. So mm-hmm. I was shooting this film, and we were, you know, look, they were, we were doing post production on it. And they said, Well, we have a, uh, you know, um, a sales rep, and we're trying to get it out to people. And do you know some, you know, uh, distribution companies? And I was like, I actually I do know. Yeah, I, I was, you know, I was like, Yeah, I actually met them. And I, I do. I have relationships, so that that's how it came about. So, wow. In terms of producing, I'm just the person who like walked the film in and said, "Hey, I'm a part of this film. I'm starring in this film. I'd really like you to take a look." And then something happened, and then that company was um, Buffalo Eight. Um, and um, yeah, so it's it's kind of it's more just like you know a title because sure. I, I I pretty much walked it in. But um, in terms of you know my involvement that way. Because, you know, once I'm attached to something now, I feel like I believe in it. And, you know, you know, I, you know, I've, I've amassed all these relationships with these different production companies and biggers. So, you know, if I believe in the film enough, then, yeah, I, I, I want it. I want it to get out there. And, you know, that, you know, that's the hardest thing to do. Sometimes it could take forever yep. to finally get out. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate I have this movie that I was so proud of called Sunset on the River Sticks finally got a distribution deal with Magnolia and it's out everywhere, but it took like six years, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So if I can shorten that process, like if I can be with a filmmaker and, you know, in, you know, even when we're not, you know, done, you know, if there's no picture lock, I can start making those calls. And cause there's people who, you know, who I'm friends with and who want to see me win. 
So they'll they'll watch a film and yeah. you know they'll say, yeah, I, I think it could go here. So that's how that process was. And um, hopefully um, that film, um, it's almost it's almost done, and I'm very excited about it. And um, you know, I, I'm excited for people to see it. But uh, yeah, oh, sorry, that was a long winded question. No, no, no. It's wonderful because, you know, because it is that that producer, executive producer, all those titles can mean various things, you know, and in your case, you walking it in was, you know, enough to get you that title and, you know, you were able to star in the film and do it. And then sometimes it means you're wearing 15 other hats, you know, so it just it depends. Um, right. Which I know you've done. Whew. I know you've done. <laughs> and you you did it on what? Underdog. Yes. And... Yeah, and then I did pre-production for um, Weekend Warriors, Weekend and then Warriors. I did pre-production for Legends of Cat Claws Mountain, which we're about to start filming. Um, exactly. And wow. but I'm not doing the, um, you know, any of the on-set production. Um, so I, you know, what you I learned from that. Ex- doing Go ahead. Do you prefer doing the pre-production? You know, I it. I don't mind doing the pre-production. That's actually kind of fun, you know, doing the casting and finding locations mm-hmm. and all that. And I will give Richie a hundred percent credit in, in him doing all of it for legends of cat claws mountain, where I fell in is when Richie and I first met legends of cat claws mountain is the film that we first started trying to finance and get done. That was the film that oh, brought wow. us together. Yeah. Back in 2016. And, oh, wow. um, and so we got together and we did a pitch package and we um, did a trailer. We shot a trailer for it. And the gal that's cast as the lead now was actually cast as the character Izzy in the mm-hmm. trailer. And she was young and spunky. And then here, you know, this is where it's like, you just never know where things will lead here. She was cast as, you know, as a, um, as one of the friends of the lead. And now she's the lead of the film. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. And that was years ago. You know, it was so many years ago. So I was in the um, development stages of that point. But then we went on and got, you know, Underdog ended up getting funded before that film. And then Weekend mm-hmm. Warriors got funded before that film. And so then uh, once Legends of Cat Claws Mountain got funding, then he took the ball and ran with it because I had already left Magic Arrow Films. Um, but because I had already started with it, he was so kind. He's like, I still want you to be a part of the film. Same with Weekend Warriors. You know, I had, I had left Magic Arrow Films Productions. He's like, well, I still want you to be in the film. So it was great. So I was still able to be in both these films that you and I share credits with, even though I wasn't no longer producing. Um, oh, wow. So I'm, I'm very grateful for Richie for that. You know, he one thing about Richie Greer is he is loyal. He is a loyal yeah, yeah, he person. Is. He's a man of his word. He's a, he's a, rare. He's a yeah, <laughs> he's a man of his word and he is driven. You know, it's just like he he has he has a vision. He has a drive and it, he gets stuff done. You know, he knocks stuff out and I respect him tremendously for that. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. the fact That's... that we get to work together three in three films. I know. <laughs> three films. It's so so good. And I because I, I, you know, I remember and I, um, you know, everyone loves you and you're, you know, you're so amazing in, in the films. I remember you. though seeing you um, at the casting. I don't know if I actually read with you or not, but you were part of the, the first film that I did, um, uh, Underdog. I remember going in reading uh, for like all of you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I remember you there. Were you there both times or just one yep. of the times? Yep. I was you there both, both times. times. Yeah. And your husband, right? Yep. He was there for the second round. Yeah. Yeah. So for the, for the uh, chemistry read. That's right. And I, I, yeah. And I remember Becca being there and 
I remember telling her she was going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I've told you this story. I think, I don't know if you remember me telling you this story, but one thing that I loved about you when we cast you at the first round of castings was, um, I believe you were not, I think you told me that you were not certain that you were going to be able to make that audition. So you didn't confirm for it and you were, so you weren't on our schedule, but mm -hmm. you were one of our picks and, uh, and so all of a sudden we were talking about some of the people we had seen and there's like a knock on the door. And so we're like, what the heck? So we open the door and it's you and you're like, Hey, sorry. Um, I know you guys are busy, but I have another audition and I need to actually, if I'm going to do this, I need to do it now. And we're like, Oh, man. okay okay <laughs> give us one second and so we like kind of looked at each other it was like that was bold but okay let's come in and so you came in and you knocked it out of the park and th so then you left and we shut the door and we're like what the fuck just happened <laughs> and you and daniel were the two people that blew our mind from that whole um from that whole casting process um because oh, wow. daniel just gave an uh, an audition that has i've never forgotten like he, i've yeah. never forgotten his audition and then you having the boldness and the the just the ability to take care of yourself as an actor and go hey i'd love to read for you but i literally have to be somebody else also like that is just real you know and so many people would not have the courage to take care of themselves as an actor you had somewhere else to be you know and yeah. I, I love that. Like, and, and you doing that made me think about it and like gave me permission in the future to take care of what I need to take care of. Like nothing is oh, so wow. important, you know? So thank you for yeah. having the um, <laughs> ability to do that. But then you just knocked it out. So it was, it was oh, so wow. fun. <laughs> well, it was fun. I had fun with the character. It was, it was fun, but don't, thank you. I, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I no, I remember. It was... yeah, I was like, you know, having, I had to, I think I had to be like all the way in Culver City or something crazy like yeah. that. In, in like, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, something crazy. But thank you. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. it was great. And when it came down to the chemistry read, I remember it was you and one other actor and then um, Becca, you know, I think we kind of like flip flopped you guys between each other a couple times. Mm -hmm. And um, you and Becca's chemistry together was so awesome. <laughs> like, that's really what did it. You guys, I felt that you guys could be, you know, um, in, you know, have a relationship. And you guys I love that guy. She's so other. funny. Yeah. She's so hilarious. <laughs> It was so it was tough because whenever we were working together, I would like crack up um, with her. She's she's so much fun to to uh, act with. She's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's great. And it was just it was such a fun project. And I think you and I only had like one quick scene together. It's all we've actually worked together um, is, is one right. one quick scene. Mm -hmm. But we've one been scene. in we've been in films, but not scenes. I know. So I have another question. So I just did a film called Lead. Um, that was um, written and directed um, by Liam Pierce Jr. And his girlfriend, Georgina, is the Georgina Navarro is the lead. And she they co-wrote this together because she is yeah. an Afro-Latina actress. And she has gotten the, what are you? Uh, you're not Black enough to play this. You're not Latina enough to play this. Have you run into those complications oh. um, on your journey? Because that is the whole premise of her film. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty much my uh, life. So I had to like, um, I had to so like just shoot for the roles that they're not looking for me at all, and I end up I most of the time end up getting those roles. Like they're not even looking for quote unquote my demographic or what I look like, but I just throw my hat in, and usually yes. I end up getting it. Um, that's the only, and I had I learned this like a, a long couple years ago where you know. Um, 
same thing just with your friend. I'd go in for a role and they'd say, oh, you, you know, you kind of look like it, but you don't. Yeah. Or you kind of, but you don't, you, you're not all the way. So I started submitting on things and putting my hand in for things that I was just totally not right for at all. But what would happen is they'd say, well, we weren't looking for it, but why don't we have you read? And then I'd end up getting the part. And that's been wow. like the last, um, most of all the parts that I get now are, are that. So yeah. um, it's just, you know, so for me and like my people, I say like, um, if, if, if the role is, um, if it doesn't have to be super specific about like uh, ethnicity mm-hmm. and, or even age, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I, you know, there's this movie, I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about it, but um, it's a crazy movie. And, um, you know, it's one of the, be- one, a fun movie I did. It's a crazy, crazy movie. I'm like in Vegas and there's these strippers, blah, blah, blah. But nice. the character that I say, you know, the character that I, I, I applied for is these, these three guys was, he was like 60 years old. He was this 60 uh, year old wealthy man, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, does he have to be 60? Can I just get, make a tape? And, and, and I got that part and I did it wow. and I had a blast, but you know, I had, for me, I had to start looking at things like this where I know what you wrote. Can I give you the essence of that? And does it have to be specifically this? Like, is there a reason that he's, you know, this way? And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. But for me and where I'm at, most of the time it's, it's, it's kind of working out. You know what well, I mean? and I think that's so brilliant. You know, I think that's so brilliant. And I remember when we were casting underdog, that was the biggest thing that was of importance to me is unless the role was specifically for a reason to be cast a certain ethnicity, like because it was related to somebody yeah. that was already cast leave it open, leave the age range open, leave the ethnicity open. Like, let's just see who brings in the character. And I think there's so much freedom, you know, and I get as a writer, sometimes you visualize how things are going to look or whatever, but I love that you know enough to go, I can bring you a version of this character and let me show you who that is because it's working for you. Yeah. Cause you know, for me, and it's harder cause you know, like I probably piss off, I probably piss off casting directors cause they're just doing their jobs and you know, they have a job and the producer director say we're looking for this type of person for a film. And then, you know, I might have my people submit on something and they're like, that's not what we're looking for. But I find that if the, um, if the director, sorry, that's a phone. If no, the that's director, okay. <laughs> if the director sees um, my performance then, or like my, my take, then usually it works out. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Handle it. Do you need uh, to answer it? <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, it's a, like a landline. Like my mom has a, a landline. It's that's so amazing. Now. Yeah. Like one of those old phones. Sorry about that. Um, no, yeah, so that's, that's okay. That's kind of been my, so to your friend, I would love to see your film and I love like to talk to her about that too, but yeah, it's been a thing and it's tough because you don't want to, you don't want to make anybody mad. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, oh, I'll definitely like, connect you guys uh, when we get done and I'll send you the trailer to the, to the film. Um, because, uh, like I said, Leon Pierce Jr., her uh, significant other, he's he's a definite up and coming director. Um, so definitely somebody yeah. that I'd love for you to connect with. But yeah, um, exactly that. That's you know, like the like so the last movies on, I don't know, last six maybe ten fifteen on my IMDb, they they weren't specifically looking for my type. Actually, yeah. they were not looking for my type. I just you know had said, look, I, I read your script. I feel like I can connect with it. Can I do something with this and you know what I mean? And it worked yeah. out, but yeah. that's what I have to, to do. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate sometimes, but you know, sure. you, got, you know, 
So I probably well, whatever you're doing, you've got the magic sauce, man. Because you know, you're (laughs) like I said, I think you've got like 86 titles to your name on IMDb, and that is a career. That's not a hobby. That is a career. (laughs) You have made a career, and I just, you know, and everything from indie films to higher budgeted films like the art of self-defense that you do Jesse Eisenberg, you know, you've done the gambit. And uh, so just hats off to you. So I try to keep these to 30 minutes to be respectful of people's time. So, but I do have two more quick questions. You have time for two quick questions. Yes, of course. course. Okay. Awesome. The first one is what character are you still wanting to play? Who have you not tackled or what type of person have you not tackled that you've been wanting to sink your teeth into? Ooh, that um, I think, I think the next thing that I want to do is, and we'll see if I, I've done that. Um, well, I think <laughs> I want to play, ooh, maybe maybe I want to play someone in real life. And I've done that ooh. twice, kind of. Um, I did this, like, project about um, the guy, the Frankie something. Uh, I mean, see, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot his name. That's okay. Uh, but I want to do, like, a, bi- a biography yeah. or series about – an actual person, I think, because that's that's difficult. Because you know, you got to like step into them. They yeah. resisted, so yeah. something like that. So, um, so yeah, I think something like that, where I'm playing like a person who existed before. You know, like Love a real, it, like a real person. Yeah, yeah, um, that would be amazing. <laughs> and I wanted to share also that I saw the trailer um, for a film that you've got coming up once a uh, once in a blue moon with Valeria Sweet. You yes. were fantastic in that trailer. The two of you together, your chemistry, that's the first time I had seen you playing mo- a more romantic lead. And mm-hmm. I just thought you guys had amazing chemistry. And I, I cannot wait for that project to happen because I thought that was such a wonderful role to see you in is is this sexy lead. I was like, oh, oh. yes. <laughs> like, oh, well, no. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, we're pretty much done with pre-production. We're just not going to need to start shooting it, but um, it's a it's basically like a um, it's a romantic uh, film. Um, the backdrop is kind of like a pandemic. It's not exactly what we're yeah. going through now, but it's essentially about two people kind of finding that they maybe were meant for each other, or yeah. that they can't deny, you know, like like a like a collision of these two forces kind of meeting, and yeah. you know, you know, during these this time, it's a little slice of hope and light. And, you know, that's good. And that's what I like about it, you know, because it was it was written Valeria Sweet, who who, do, who um, uh, is you know, she wrote it and like producing it. Um, she, uh, you know, wrote it during the pandemic. So it was a very kind of like with everything happening, this kind of like little beautiful slice of possibility of that there's hope and that there's, yes. you know, still love in the world. So, yeah, um, well, yeah, I can't wait to see that uh, because I just think, again, like I said, your chemistry is amazing and I just, I, I can't wait to see it. So my last question for you, my friend, mm-hmm. um, is being that this is actor's inspiration, what parting words of inspiration do you have for an actor that's either younger or newer to the business or maybe even been in the business, but is in a rut what would you say are some words of inspiration to to keep the actor going today? Ooh, that's so good. Okay, there's there's a lot of things. Um, for for the beginner, or or even for um, you know, the person who's been at a while, um, you know, to make sure you're you're continuing your craft, you're sharpening your tools, mm-hmm. and make sure that you know iron sharpens iron. That you're seeking out people who you feel have the skills or or better than you because that's only how you're going to get better. Mm-hmm. And if you do it daily, um, if you're in a rut, 
um, I would say um, the the one thing that helped me out a lot, and I have gotten advice from other people, and I think I kind of mentioned it maybe on the show, but um, you really have to stay in your own lane. And mm. this is what I mean is like, you can't compare your quotation marks in the area of success with the people around you, even your peers, um, whatever that, you know, whatever your path is your path. And however you're going to get there, you're going to get there. Just know that if you keep on pursuing it, you'll get to your destination. But, mm. you know, how you go about it is going to be different from everybody else's. So, yeah. you know, you, you really have to stay in your lane, keep your head down and just keep going um, uh, forward in your direction. And, you know, the motto that helped me and the reason I'm doing so many films is, um, you know, uh, uh, William Holden, <laughs> he got an Oscar for, I think, Sunset Boulevard. And he would say this thing, and he also got an Oscar for um, uh, Circuit, uh, the movie, 1973. Anyways, um, he said this, he would say, he said, like, when you do, like, um, you know, uh, five films, you know, you start getting better at your craft. When you start doing, like, you know, maybe, like, 15 to 10, you know, people start, you know, noticing, and noticing you and want to work with you. And when you start doing, like, 20 to 30, then they start giving you awards. So just yeah. be in front of the camera, like, if you want to be a film actor or TV actor, just really make sure you're, you're doing that craft like continually and trying to be in front of the camera as much as possible or being in the class that's uh, on camera because, you know, you'll start to see that things will start to happen, you know? Yeah. They just, you know, so, you know, to anybody who's in a rut, like um, don't try not to compare yourself to anybody else. And that's hard to do because we want to say like, oh, you know, what did this actor do? But really just focus and, um, uh, stay in your own lane. I know. I know that's kind of cliche, but it's so no. I'm. 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 If you're in a position to the listener, if you're in a position to hear what he just said, it's so true. Because I don't think it is cliche. I think it's truth, and I think it is. If you can, like you said, keep your head down, focus on your craft, and yes, you'll see people. Some fly by you. Some drop mm -hmm. behind you. That's fine. You just keep working. It's like when you're a swimmer, you're not looking at the lanes next to you. You're focused on your stroke and getting to the end. And just like you, if you, if there is no other, if, if all you can see is where you're going, then that's where you will end up. But if you get right. sidetracked, you're screwed. Yeah. So, and, and that's, you know, you just keep, you know, keep plugging away. I know, I know that's, you know, these are things that people said, but that's the only thing that's helped me yeah. go on. Cause I, I know a lot of people who, who have started really hot and not here. And then people who I know who are A-list that yeah. I can call and yeah. they're doing fantastic. So you yeah. can't compare, you know, cause it'll, it'll kill you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Good. Exactly. So just like, yeah, just keep, stay focused on your work. Just stay focused on your work. Oh my gosh, Philip, this has been so wonderful. Thank you for taking time out of what I know is a very busy schedule uh, <laughs> to, you know, speak to me and speak to the listeners and um, thank you for your craft. Thank you for all that you do for the artist community. Oh, thank you, Amber. That, that's such a, that's so, that's so, um, I don't think anyone's ever said that to me. Thank you. You're um, very welcome. Very endearing. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. And I'm looking forward to working with you. we got to tell Richie, finally put some scenes together for us. I know, <laughs> right? Maybe the, you know, mom will just pop up in a cave. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here to say hi. <laughs> or maybe That's you and funny. I will, you know, have another trip to the laundromat. 
right. That was so funny. That was such a good time. Oh, yeah. For the, for the listeners, uh, just before we closed, we shot a film and were we in South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. North Carolina. And uh, there was no wash machine at the hotel where we were working. So, you know, we had to go to the laundromat and we found out that they closed early when our wash was in the middle of being washed. <laughs> And this lady wouldn't let me get my clothes. She was so pissed off. I was like, yo, we're shooting a film. She's like, no, you no, you got to come back tomorrow or come back. I was like, no, please. Like, let me, I was like sweet talking. I was like, look, hey, we're in a film. Look, look, she's, look, you can Google it. Go, Google Amber. Come on. And she's like, oh, you're in a film, huh? Okay. So, oh, it was so funny. Oh, she man. just wanted to go home. Poor thing. All right. Well, I close every episode by saying, if nobody else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. I'll see you in about 10 days, my friend, when we start filming. Amazing. Thank you. This was awesome. Okay. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye.